Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, and I'm joined, as always, by the, ooh, glistening Justin Dubin. Not as glistening as our star of the film, <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's glistening more than any human being on Earth all the time. Oh, my thing's... Why are you hitting me? No, my my Yeti mic was loose, so I had to tighten and it was falling back. I'm sorry. Luke Hobbs? Luke Hobbs, a.k.a. the Guinness Book of World Records holder for most lube baby oil on his body at all times. I think he's going currently at least 10 years straight with baby oil on his body at all times. You know, I had an argument with someone at work today that... His name's not Luke Hobbs. It's Lou Cobbs. I don't get it. That's his last name is Cobbs. No, it's Hobbs. Right, but they thought it was pronounced Lou. His first name was Lou. Last name Cobbs. He who thought this? I'm just kidding. I made that up. That was but wouldn't horrible. it be funny? Was, no, that wasn't funny at all. This is my friend Lou Cobbs. <laughs> no. If so, you say it even fat say it fast, it's great. No, there's already a name joke in this, okay? There's two, if you save for the credits. That's true. Yes. So, Justin, we're reviewing Hobbs. uh, No, I'm sorry. Uh Let me rephrase that. We're reviewing Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. We finally made it, Matt. We finally made it to where Fast and Furious can finally present something. It's amazing. (laughs) I never thought we'd see the day. We've gone, what is this franchise, 20 years old now? 15, yeah, 20 years uh, prob- old? At least, yeah, probably 20. 20 know, years in the 15, making, yeah. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. This is what it, this is what it was all working towards. <laughs> and there's a couple <laughs> articles discussing that, but that's a, that's we'll get into that. Yeah, uh, discussing the success or failure of this spinoff. Correct. And let's just get into it. Let's review Hobbs and Shaw. Pick a door. All right, then. No, that's my door. Pick another door. What's wrong with you? You know what? You were right. This is your door. What's the matter? You got a lot of bad guys behind that door? Access granted. Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. Luke Hobbs and Deckard Shaw. We've got unfinished business. Shaw's sister took something. Okay, what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, starring Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham, Idris Elba, Vanessa Kirby, Isaac Gonzalez, Roman Reigns, Helen Mirren, Cliff Curtis, then the list goes on and on. Oh, Eddie Marson's in there. A lot of, a lot of cameos that we'll get into. Uh, Rob Delaney. Yeah, well, again, cameos we'll get into. Do people even know who Rob Delaney is big enough that no. that's a cameo? I feel like it was meant to be, right? Anyway. I thought so. It's directed but... by David. Then why would you spoil it? Because <laughs> I think like 90% of people don't know Probably, who Rob Delaney yeah. is. Uh, it's directed by David Leach, of course, of what fame, Justin? Uh, uh, John Wick. Deadpool 2. John Wick 1. 
<laughs> he was a producer, though. I no, he, he, he was co-director. He was co-director of John Wick 1 with Chad Stahelski, who then did 2 and 3 by himself. Okay, and he also did Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, and I believe Atomic Blonde. He did. Right, so, which, I mean, like, you, you we see... We enjoyed all of those movies. You see, well, because Atomic Blonde was basically John Wick with, for women. <laughs> which was awesome. That was Except the story of that movie, Blue. Except the fight scenes were great. Well, that's what I mean. The fight scenes were incredible. The stunt coordination was amazing. James McAvoy, gold star. Uh, Charlie Theron, gold star. Plot, bad. Concur. Too much moling, right? There was so much moles. Like, I can make guacamole. Terrible. <laughs> Justin, what's this movie about? Lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance when a cyber-genetically enhanced uh, villain threatens the future of humanity. Hijinks ensue. What did they describe Jason Statham as? Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> How was- He's a former M6, bitch. MI6? MI6. MI6. And M6 is a BMW. And yeah, I don't think there's an M6. Is there an M6? Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if he's an outcast, how do they call him immediately for help? I don't know. So Wait, Justin. I can't. You know what? We got to make a rule. Um, we're reviewing a Fast and Furious film. A film series which famously threw a car through two or three different skyscrapers to fly and had Vin Diesel just casually lift that car so that Paul Walker could get underneath it. But that anyway. was an amazing scene. That was an all-time scene. <laughs> People don't remember that scene, I feel like. Um, so I feel like we need to enter the uh, – let's see. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the uh, Fast and Furious canon? No, we need to enter the Fast and Furious safe zone where logic doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter that he's an outcast, but they were able to call him. That's well, the smallest there's a, thing. There's a couple of things that we'll get into. And this is like the spoiler. This is non-spoilers, but there is spoilers for basically every Fast and Furious leading right, up to course, this point. Of course. Right. So I don't even, what is this? The uh, ninth well, film in the. In the I, yes, this is the ninth film. And uh, we are fans of the franchise. Big fans, huge Big fans. fans. I would huge. say most of America is fans of the Fast and Furious franchise, as it is probably one of the most American original <gasps> stories and most successful franchises. Okay. It's not original all time. at all because the first movie is Point Break. Yes, but it is an original. There's, it's not based off of anything other than loosely, point maybe break. Point Break. But <laughs> loosely, it's loosely. like <laughs> it's, it's so much Point Break. Anyway. Um, so, having said that, I will say, Justin, I feel like Fast and Furious and the Mission Impossible series occupy the same headspace for many people in America. Because when I tell people, oh, you've got to see the new Mission Impossible movie, or actually from three on, and people look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, Mission Impossible? What are you talking about? And then the same thing with some of the Fast and Furious movies. I talk to people at work, people around town, and they're like, Fast and Furious? Those movies are supposed to be like complete bullshit. And it's like, no, you don't, you don't get it, do you? it's from fast five on this has been one of the best action franchises around absolutely and and hobbs and shaw actually in the last two films at least have been very enjoyable characters in the films so Um, the last two films so that was seven jason statham was the bad guy correct correct. paul walker's last one correct that movie was i didn't love that movie uh the the way they pull off paul walker's 
finale and farewell is absolutely. I thought astounding. that was great. I it's thought that I watched was it the other day. Moment. Watched it the other day. Got emotional. People yeah. were sniffling in the theater at the end of a Fast and Furious film. That's yeah. that's fucking filmmaking. So, but, the, but but Jason Statham's introduction was cool at the end of Fast Six. One of the coolest introductions I think ever. Right. Yeah, I would say so. And and there's stuff I want to get into about Jason Statham's character, which is Ooh. something we need to talk about. But <laughs> basically, there was obviously so much fan enjoyment of the two characters that they decided to do this this um, spinoff of Hobbs and Shaw, saving the world together, once enemies, now friends. But I was very excited for this. When you heard that it was coming out, I was like, this will be fun. And then you saw the trailer and the trailer was batshit insane. I have, don't think I've seen another trailer that insane with the stunts that they were showing um, in a while. <laughs> and it just looked like an amazing movie. So so my interest was peaked for a while. Um, I, I will say that first trailer had me worried because it was very CGI heavy. Right. And it was as, also as three minutes movie. long, though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it was it like, was this is the whole long. movie. It was three minutes long, and it was a ton. This that, this movie has a lot of CGI, like a lot, right? Absolutely, I, but I wouldn't well, expect I, anything I would less. Say, I would say more than most fast movies. Yeah, absolutely, because they are doing things that human <laughs> beings literally cannot do, and that's a part of the point of no, the but, movie. But to me, that ruins it a bit. I, I I like the Fast Furious, the Fast and Furious franchise, because I like that they do a lot of the real stunts. In Fast Seven, when they threw cars out of a plane, guess how they shot that? They, they, threw, they cars threw cars out of a plane. Out of a plane. <laughs> like I, I, that's why I like the car going through the skyscraper thing in Seven. Some people like love that moment. I I didn't love that because I was just like, oh, it's it's so stupid. It's so fake. Uh, I, I like can lift a car like that. I don't know that. Yeah, that it was completely real. Um, but like, I mean, and I this weekend I watched the first Fast and Furious film, and it's so funny where this franchise has come from because that movie is as grounded as it gets. The only CGI is when they hit the NOS <laughs> and they would get blurry on their windows, basically. Um, which NOS making a comeback in this film. Very okay. happy about that in okay. a way. Um, but, but so I was worried with that first trailer and I have to say overall, Justin, this movie after seeing that trailer and not really watching much else after that, uh, I'm mixed. I'm mixed on this movie. It was a hoot. I sound like an 80 year old, but it was a hoot. I had a really fun time with them. There was a, the amount of one-liners that they threw at us. I would say 50% stuck in my, in my opinion. Some of them were really funny. Some of them were just like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like half the time they didn't realize the kind of film they're in the other half. They really did. And it was great. Um, the film really injects that whole family, um, part that, you know, the whole family aspect that we like in the fast and furious franchise, almost a little ham fistedly, but still it does it. Um, and the action, there's some action scenes that are fantastic and some action scenes that you're just like, oh, they were on a soundstage for this and it doesn't look real. It doesn't look convincing, which is unfortunate coming from David Leach, who, come on, Atomic it's Blonde and John Wick. Very practical effects. He's always used practical effects. And, and that's the thing is that, I mean, Deadpool 2 was obviously very CGI heavy, but you, 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 I was hoping and watching actually for some John Wick atomic blonde style action. And we didn't get it. A lot of the fight scenes, you have Jason Statham, who is an amazing martial artist and the rock who does, who did wrestling. He can follow choreography in more than three second cuts, but this movie was cut more like a Bourne film than a wick film. I think you kind of nailed it on the head for me. 
this movie. I listen, like you said, I love the mindlessness. I wanted to go in feeling completely dumb and numbed by <laughs> pure action <laughs> testosterone. I wanted to come out of this movie with like just a full beard, <laughs> just feeling pure man. And I found myself actually just going the opposite way. I just, it was so dumb. It was too dumb for me. Oh, I just felt like the action was disappointing. The dialogue was dumber than any of the dialogue in any Fast and the Furious movie. Which which says a lot considering Vin Diesel's dialogue. I mean, like you said, the one-liners, my eyes were rolled all the way to the back of my head. I felt like I was watching this movie. Like I had to turn my back to the <laughs> to the screen in order to watch most of this movie because the dialogue was horrible. It was literally just the same joke. Like one's a midget, one's a giant Hulk. We get it. You know, like one's like, hey, little guy. And the other one's like, hey, you stupid gorilla guy. You know, like. I mean, the best line in this movie is said by one of the cameos regarding a brick. Exactly. And, um, but there were highlights. The cameos were fantastic. Um, I felt that Idris Elba was actually a very fun bad guy for being very stupid. I, yeah. I thought it was, a, he was a very, very fun bad guy. And I enjoyed what they did with him because the honest truth is the way that Hobbs and Shaw are in this universe, they're virtually unstoppable. <laughs> they are literally just unstoppable people, unless you so fuck they, with so Vin they Diesel. To make a cyborg. So they had to create they had to make this a at, like non-human thing to to fight them. So I thought that was a like, natural progression in some insane way. I mean, the way. movie went complete sci-fi. The movie went complete right. sci-fi. And I I thought that was okay, but somehow in between the things that you really like, the action, the relationships, I just thought were underdeveloped. And I felt like they somehow tried really hard to push this universe of Fast and Furious in a, in a direction, this sci-fi direction that it's kind of been edging towards for a while. And now we've finally gotten there because, you know, there's always this talk without giving much up. And it's not in this movie. It's not spoiling that there's going to be a Fast and Furious in space. And in I hope space. that happens. We're one step closer with this movie because we are now officially out of almost all realism. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. In, in Fast and Furious 7, there was these drones. Uh, and God's like, Eye. And- hacker, the God's Eye, yeah. And then in 8, uh, Cypher, played by Charlie Theron, could control cars everywhere. <laughs> It, it, it was getting ridiculous and this movie leaned in it didn't back away it leaned in but like simple things where we don't need science fiction idris elba's character rides a motorcycle that's also a transformer and can go under trucks and it's it, it just it was, was too much i was like this is pretty stupid just give us a motorcycle right. chase you like car chases is the the franchise's uh bread and butter and also hollywood's bread and butter so just give us get the higher watch your favorite car chase david leach and say hire me the guy that did that and that's and i just you know i really thought the cast was great they had a great cast here and yet yeah i found the worst part was the chemistry between jason statham and dwayne johnson i no, you thought that was good chemistry i'm not saying i mean i never i never gave it a second 
really thought because it's not i don't and i don't because actually because i, because I, I don't want. think it's the fault of the actors actually i think it's the writing that really ruined it because they have had it before you know the the chemistry with vin diesel who the, the rock probably they actually hate each other it's absolutely electric we're like never in a scene it's together. electric <laughs> and yeah. uh probably because there's real emotions here i don't think it was the actor's fault i just thought that Every interaction between the two was so childish. It was, and, and yeah, it would just felt like a second grader. I was watching two second graders with super, not like human karate <laughs> and fighting ability talking. And that's what it was. Yeah. And we've developed a relationship with these characters. You can go deeper than that. You can go way deeper than that. They've been in two movies. I think The Rock's been in three movies. Why not do a little more, you know? And when yeah. the action scenes are not as impressive as I thought they were going to be, ever, those two components, were, which was what I was looking forward to the most, fall short. I can't say I enjoyed this movie. I And that's the thing is that a movie like this needs to be redeemed by the action scenes. And anyone claiming this movie has like, oh, balls to the wall action. Like, no, it's, it's different when it's not – when it feels – weightless and this movie felt weightless a lot of the action some action scenes were good some fight scenes were good there's a scene from the trailer where the both of them are going down two separate corridors fighting guys and that works but again it was very choppy it was very cut up jason statham can handle it guys like have you seen the transformers or the tra- uh, transport transporter movies yeah he knows how and, to and that's the thing and david so- leach he literally was doing the this is the I don't know if he had control of the final cut because the way that this was edited, the fight scenes exactly like you said, was like a Bourne film. You couldn't you didn't really see much follow through of these punches. There was always cutting. Yeah. The most slamming you really saw was in slow motion, which was absolutely obnoxious. Oh, which like the last battle, the last fight scene. 40% of the of the fight was yeah. in slow motion, which I don't understand these editing choices when you have a fantastic director to do this kind of stuff. Um, I, I don't know if he had much control over these things, you know, at the end of the day. There were longer there were longer takes in a two-on-one fight scene in Captain America Civil War when Bucky and Steve are fighting Tony. Like, and those look incredible. And those, I think, are like, I don't know, half of that stuff is CGI, but it looks so good because you're holding the take and it looks great. And at least you have guys there. This, you're slowing down for Matrix-like punching through the rain. They did that Matrix Revolutions. No one liked it there. We didn't like it here. No, absolutely not. And and to, to even go without spoilers, the conclusion of how they figure out how to beat, you know, Idris Elba <laughs> is once again a second grade le- lesson in life. So it yeah. is just, it's really unfortunate uh, is what I have to say about that i will say there's a car chase in samoa that i thought with a helicopter that while fake was uh creative i, I guess. did enjoy so that was probably the this isn't spoiler because it's in every trailer there's you know the final showdown is in hawaii or samoa as they say it in the movie and i did enjoy how they got creative with some of the um, car scenes, the car chases there. That was actually probably the more fun scenes that we had. Um, but overall, that also felt, you know, 
I felt like they were just throwing this concept of family into my throat. And, uh, and it was just, a, it was just a show me and I didn't really, Wait, Justin, you don't think that Hawaii is Samoa, right? <laughs> of course they are. Wait, what do you what? mean? What do you think Samoa is? Samoa is its own. Like, no way. Island. Samoa is like Samoa, Hawaii, right? No, Samoa is like off the coast of Australia. No way. Yes. It's a country. It's, it's oh a fuck! Country. I'm an idiot. <laughs> the, in, the independent state. Wait, of they said exactly. Uh, well, you, you said that, and I was like, "Wait, but wait, I know that, that he's right. Hawaiian." Yeah, right. It's a Pacific. Well, no, he's a Samoan. Yeah, but he's actually rock, from he? Hawaii, I believe. So I thought that okay, they were I just mean, like going back to Hawaii. Uh, I don't okay, know. so I'm an idiot. Know. That's fair. That's fine. You're not an idiot. Most people don't know where Samoa is. I feel like is, there's more Samoans in Hawaii it, than in Samoa, maybe. Find it on Google Images and zoom out, and it's just ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. How do you get it? I, Jesus, it's like so small. All right. The other thing I want to talk about, and this isn't spoiling stuff, but there, I want okay. people to understand this justice for Han thing. Oh, boy. So there is a huge, you know... As one of the Fast and Furious, I want to come up with a thing that starts with an F other than fans, but a Fury, 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 a Furious fan. Fasties. I I like that. Um, As serious Fasties. You have to remember that Han Solo, the who was originally introduced not in Star Wars, but in Tokyo Drift, who died in Tokyo Drift, they brought him back for another three films, which then evidently were taking pre were, were took place prior to Tokyo Drift. If you're still following me, you understand what I'm saying. He was murdered, in fact, by Shaw. He was Deckard Shaw murdered him in Japan for revenge for killing his brother. Right, which happened many, many years, years prior. <laughs> and that's why Deckard Shaw later. was the bad guy. And in this con- in seven, seven, and this concept of family first s- somehow gets lost for Han Solo because in eight, they are now friends with Deckard Shaw. And in this movie, yeah. Hobbes also is friends with Deckard Shaw. And everyone has forgotten about avenging Han, which is kind of hurtful if you think about it. So a lot of people, there's a huge justice for Han out there, and they want Deckard Shaw to get his comings, if you know what I mean. And one of the writers claims that they're working working on on it. And there's a lot of theories out there, but one of the things that is revealed, and this is not a spoiler because obviously, you know, Deckard Shaw is a good guy, is that he didn't really go rogue. He kind of just dropped out because he was offered bad things to, and he decided not to do the bad things. I'm trying not to spoil too much, but that's basically what happened. Well, wasn't in Fast and Furious 8, we find out he's not a terrible guy, right? I forget why. I don't know, but you you find out because him and him he and, always had this rep that he was like a rogue yeah, dude, agent. It yeah, and it's it not. doesn't matter. But it does, it but basically, matter. the problem is they still um, haven't acknowledged what's going on. Why is it okay to murder right. Han? I'm kind of triggered by yeah. it. Are you upset by this? Why? Not really? This whole 
the whole Fast and Furious thing is based off of this concept of family. And one of the big family members gets murdered by this other guy. Yeah, but he was murdered so fucking cool. <laughs> Justin, that reveal, that reveal at the end of Fast 6, I remember being in the theater and all of us erupting when it reveals Jason Statham and then he blows up the car <laughs> behind him and he calls Dominic Toretto, I'm coming for you. That was Australian. But, ah, uh, like, I, Han had to die. Wow. But I understand. It's not the death that you're mad about. It's the way that they're treating Jason Statham now. It's the it's the greatest character rewrite and worst character exactly. rewrite Exactly. It's literally just, they're just like, oh, man, this guy. I, you know, we got to keep Jason Statham in the series. I got series. faith, man. I got faith, maybe. I don't know. I mean, right. one thing before we end the spores, the only I would say the best thing that this movie has done uh, is two things. It one expands the universe further, and I think even though it's failed in many ways, I think it does expand the universe of Fast and Furious for many, many possibilities of what is to come in both the Hobbs and Shaw franchise as well as the Fast and Furious. Because now that we have this sci-fi component. God, the sky is the goddamn limit now. There's some wild shit. Space is the limit. Space. I am hoping space happens. No. No. Without spoiling for Hobbs and Shaw, there's probably going to be a sequel. It it did underperform a bit in theaters, but I'm sure. Uh, I think it performed to what they expected, actually. How much did it make? 60-something million. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. Um, So there, there is another Hobbs and Shaw on the horizon. And based off of the potential of the cameos, and there is a, a quote-unquote Hobbs and Shaw team that is being assembled based off of the cameos and based off of this overarching villain that they have created, I think that there is potential. I don't think hope is lost for Hobbs and Shaw, just like the Fast and Furious franchise as a whole. There are some weaker films, but those weaker films – did allow us to get to some pretty brilliant stuff later on. So I yeah. do have hope for the Hobbs and Shaw franchise. I'm not saying this is something that I would not continue to watch because anything with The Rock and and Jason Statham and the other people who potentially are joining them when they were the cameos in here, I'm a thousand percent seeing. And I think you're going to agree with that. Uh, I, what I can agree on is – You've said more about Hobbs and Shaw in the past 15 minutes than I think anyone who even worked on the film did. I thought I've been thinking about Hobbs and Shaw way too much. <laughs> and the film was a roaring success. And with that, Justin, I think we should move on. Wait, to there's the one other thing that I have to say. God I think that the, that Hobbs wasn't as good because he really wasn't covered. He wasn't sweating enough in this movie. Really, I agree. He wasn't sweating enough. He needs like they need to. He's at his he best. What the- he is like, you can't even. This is what should happen in the next movie. Someone tries to bear hug him and they just slip. He just slips through the arms. That's what needs to happen. I think what's missing is his chin hair from the Fast Five. Didn't he have a goatee? Yes, he did have a goatee in one of them. And so now he's like, no, I'm the rock. I don't have facial hair. And so I feel like it's it's a missed – we missed the, the facial hair on the rock. We need more sweat, more mm-hmm. baby oil. More hair. More more facial hair. I don't want top hair. He's got to be bald because you need the beads of sweat <laughs> I just dripping all to over. To roll down freely. 
He needs right. to be always looking like he's just come out of a pool. Justin. See it? See it. Don't see it or rent it. I beat you to it. I say rent it. I say this is a very solid rental. I don't think you need to go see this in theaters. Yeah. Um, it's a fun, stupid movie. I was disappointed overall, though. All right. Having said that, <laughs> let's talk more about this fun, stupid movie and spoilers. All right. Spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Justin, I guess the main thing we want to talk about here, because none of the other stuff matters, let's be honest, is the cameos. We have Ryan Reynolds. We have, uh, I mean, Rob Delaney's. It's like, as you mentioned, it's like, is that a cameo? Probably not. Uh, we he, have, had to, he actually had one of the more funny lines of the movie. Yeah, he did. He's like, I can't believe I remember he kicked my ass about 16 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rob Delaney, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, who else? Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. And I don't know how I didn't see the Kevin Hart one coming. I, I couldn't believe I didn't see that coming. But that those were honestly the funniest parts of the movie. Those were the best yeah. parts of the movie. Yeah. Kevin Hart was very, very funny in this movie. <laughs> he kept lowering his voice. And then he was taking a shit in the bathroom yeah. and I calling like it the office. But Ryan Reynolds also absolutely stole the show. I did not know that was happening. Did you see that coming no. at all? No, but then and, – and as it was happening, I was like, wait, I know there's a Deadpool connection here. What's the Deadpool connection? And I forgot uh, that David Leach – right, I forgot David Leach did that. So Ryan Reynolds came in for a day and had the best line in the movie where he tells the little girl, she stabbed someone with a brick. <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> He's like, there's no, there's no edges. Like you can't – you how strong do you have to be? <laughs> <laughs> and I did like the post credit scene with him. Which it shows he's actually a good fighter. It's not like he's just all talk. He literally just massacres a group of people in a room. Right. I saw the first two post credit parts. I didn't stay for the way in because I had had it. Um, there was a way way in. Yeah. Apparently there was something else, but I'm not entirely sure. No, uh, none two. of it though was anything for the future because Justin, let's be honest, we were all waiting for a Keanu Reeves cameo, right? I really thought there was going to be a Keanu Reeves cameo. There was there was rumors about it. That there and was so rumors David, that he was on set. Yes, David, and and that's probably possible, honestly, because him and David Leach probably buds. Um, David Leach says that he and Keanu talked about it. Then they looked at it in post, uh, a possibility, and they came to the conclusion that they didn't want to just stunt cast him. He wanted an actual role, and because you know what, like always be my maybe. That's not really a cameo. That's a role in that movie That's <laughs> and um and so he, he didn't want to be just a stunt cast and so they figured there's not really any room for it in this movie so okay. will he be the the crazy voice of that organization that i immediately forgot the name of maybe Et- etion i don't Etienne. know why i remember that <laughs> i don't know but i would love to see keanu reeves as a bad guy so my theory is that that's han that's where justice for han comes in He's not dead, but he was very good with technology, right? He was like a hacker kind of guy. He was very good. I I don't know. He did like some stuff. No, I think that's ludicrous. Oh yeah. That was ludicrous. (laughs) But anyway, it could still be him because he said he's met the rock years ago. Uh huh. Oh, he said, he said that. Yeah. Hobbs. He says that. He goes, Hobbs, you may not remember me, but we met years ago. How can he remember you? You're a garbled voice. I don't know. 
but well, I mean, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. What if Han went bad, and then that's the justice for Han? But it's not really justice for Han. It's like no, you made him a bad guy, and now you're rooting against him. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Um, I will say, Justin, at one point during one of the mindless chases, I think the one that was in Russia, and it's all CGI, him, Idris. So Idris Elba's character, Brixton Law. Great Brixton, name. Can Brixton you get, There's only like one more British name. Like Benedict Cumberbatch is more British than that. That's about it. No, we, we figured it out. It's the director of the Intimidation Game. Uh <laughs> now i've got is it morton tilden <laughs> i think i just started it talking in a british accent when i heard that imitation game hold on, hold on. it's it's <laughs> morton tildum oh, yes, morton tildum here for you Belinda cumberbatch morton tildum and deckard shaw and brixton law and oh don't forget hattie shaw <laughs> Hattie. What is that? Is that a name? Yeah, you never heard of Hattie. I like the name Deckard. I'm going to be honest. I think Deckard is a badass name. Deckard But anyway, there was a point. Yeah, there was a point though when the three of them are fighting on a flatbed in a horrible CGI fight scene that I, a little bit of me, expected and hoped that John Wick was going to show up. Not Keanu, John Wick. John Wick. Can you imagine if he just walked into a room in the Fast and Furious universe and like cleaned out a room of bad guys in like the, the John Wick style? The yeah. And like Hobbs is like, I've been chasing him for years. Who wins? John Wick or Hobbs? I mean, John Wick just headshots done. Double tap. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hand-to-hand combat there. combat there. He's not stupid. He would just fucking use a gun and right, shoot him. Exactly. He would look at him, one look at, at Hobbs and be like, I'm pulling out a gun. But the thing is... Dwayne Johnson probably never lose. Is it there, there was a rumor going around that no, it's like, not a rumor? There was a New York Times article or New York Post article. There was or some was kind it of the Wall Street Journal. I think it was Wall Street, Street Journal. Journal about that. how these guys will not. They have in their contracts they can only take so many shots in a fight because they, they have to win. That's uh, why John Wick's the best because he just gets his fucking ass kicked. And because Keanu's the best, saying yeah, it's it. true. Anyway, so I, I'm done, Justin. I got to go to bed. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about Hobbs? I, I just would like to say I thought way too much about this movie. I had a lot to say. I, I know what I'm going to say. Cliff Curtis. He's a good looking guy. Cliff Curtis. They make him look like shit in this movie. Who's Cliff Curtis? <laughs> he was the Rock's brother with the beard and the ponytails. Oh, yeah. He is. I was like, why does that guy look like a fucking schlub in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy, and he – number one, I mean, I guess I would also, but he looks tiny next to Dwayne Johnson. Anyone and, looks tiny. And all of room. the brothers, though, but also all of the brothers. What did what did he call each other? They called, like, brother, but in, like, some – I think you mean like this, brother. No, no, they called, they had, like, the Samoan name for it. I don't know, man. I was going to call know. you. It was going to be a nice way to end. This but, movie almost became a Moana, like, crossover. I just, why did they, I mean, I knew why. It was just like, they were just like, all had to take off their shirts and do the yep. whole thing. Yep. Oh my God. Morton Tildum even looks like the most British man. <laughs> How terrible are his teeth? <laughs> you know what? I'm looking at six photos of him and none of them are showing his teeth. That's why you already know they're terrible. Ooh. Okay. I, I'm on the hunt for Morton Tildum's teeth. Justin, you take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. What's coming up next week? 
Um, let me check the rotten. I think uh, the art of racing in the rain. Oh God, I'm gonna cry watching that. So art of racing in the rain. I think it's at sixty nine percent. Wait, wait, where is it? Oh yeah, it's at sixty one. Oh. Um, the kitchen, Dora, and scary stories to tell in the dark. I would do either art or scary stories, but you're such a baby. I am. It's a it's a miracle you got me to see uh, Halloween in theaters. What about Midsummer? Oh God! You I told you I read the that. script. Was it scary? Just uh, more just more just disturbing and graphic. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm still on the yet? hunt for Morton's teeth. I really want to see Booksmart. I think it comes out this month on demand, so I'm gonna see. Yeah, it was it was fun. I want to see like the what's the one with the youths comes out in two weeks. Good Boys uh, or something. Oh, Good Boys, yeah. That the looks youths. funny. Morton told him he's good at hiding his teeth. All right. Well, anyway, so it's probably going to be Art of Racing in the Rain because Matt's too scared to see a scary movie, unfortunately, uh, which I'll cry about. This was also Art of Racing, Racing in the Rain is actually one of my favorite books I've ever read. It's a wonderful book if you haven't read it. Guarantee the movie is not good. But that's another story we'll get into next week. Thanks for listening. As questions, as always, questions, comments, concerns, feel free to Email us at twoguysonemovie.podcast at gmail.com. Check out the site, comment all you'd like. You can listen to our podcast on our website. Yep. You can they're, comment they're very there. British. Oh. <laughs> they're British. Bad teeth. Bad teeth. Confirmed. You heard it here first, guys. You can rest easy tonight knowing that his teeth are terrible. He is, in fact, very, very British. The most British. Uh, uh, but you can listen to our podcast on our website. You can listen to us on any iTunes, uh, any any app that uses any phone or device that uses iTunes. You can listen to us on any on any Android app and uh, podcasting app. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, which is my way, my favorite way of listening to us on Spotify. You can download, subscribe, give us a review, five stars. Five stars. That's right, five stars for Matt. And Justin, thanks for listening. Until next time, have a good one.